Well, we have been told to socially, to physically distance uh, for several weeks now, and we're starting to see some of the restrictions ease. But that is one that is uh, going to be in place for some time to come. And we are constantly reminded of the importance of doing that. So why are some so reluctant? Joining me to talk a bit more about that is Dr. Eric Kadeski, a family doctor and UBC medical faculty, a member of the faculty. Dr. Kadeski, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, you've written about this as well, taking a look at some examples where there seems to be this desire to get things back to normal, to not do this physical distancing. Why is it, do you think, we're seeing that in some cases? Well, I think this is such an emotional and uncertain time. And with social media and traditional media, we're being bombarded with information that's both good and bad. And unfortunately, a lot of the people who profit by using clickbait or having us pay attention to them uh, know how it is that they can get us to change our behavior and continue to media. And so they tap into our emotions and sometimes force us to make uh, decisions that rationally we may not otherwise make. Uh, do you, how much do you put into what we hear from leaders and politicians? And I'm thinking of the latest today with President Donald Trump basically saying he wants churches, mosques, synagogues reopened, and if governors don't reopen them, he'll do it. A lot of that is, is getting into the righteous indignation that we see, whether it's from the President of the United States or other populist leaders around the world where they try to tap into some of our very basic emotions like rage and disgust and fear. And they know by doing that that the primitive parts of our brain will override the more rational parts of our brain. And we may make decisions, things as basic as who to vote for or how to behave or what to buy or consume, choices that we might otherwise not if we were in a more relaxed state. Hmm. Because it seems like if we trust the people giving us the information, and in BC we have Dr. Bonnie Henry, which I think people for the most part trust and appreciate her leadership on this. If we trust them, would we be more likely to follow their guidance? Yeah, I think that's an excellent point that, that you raised. And it's no secret that in countries like Canada or New Zealand, where Prime Minister Ardern there has done similar to what we've seen with Prime Minister Trudeau, where there have been regular predictable announcements uh, that we can all tune into. Of course, here with uh, Minister Dix and Dr. Henry, we know it's 3 o'clock to expect their information. We know that they're credible. We know that they're humble. And so they're trusted sources, and they present them in a way that allows us to feel relaxed, to feel confident. And they're very honest about saying what we know and what we don't know. And so that's the right way of doing it, uh, the positive way. You previously mentioned some of the ways that we've seen in other politicians where they've tapped into more of the emotions and usually the negative emotions in order to dissuade people to behave in ways that they would like, even though those ways may not be the safest. Hmm. And how does how does it play in, do you think, that even when we know uh, the, the restrictions, the suggestions about physical distancing, about wearing masks, about things we can do to stay safe, but there still seems to be for, for some people who are still traveling, who are still maybe engaging in behaviors that are risky, that whole idea of like of, of that, well, those rules are there, but they don't particularly apply to me. So that, that's an excellent question that you raise. And there are several answers to that, several tricks that our minds are playing on us. One is we, we have sort of a self-centered bias where 
we judge our own behaviors differently than the way that we judge others. So uh, if we trip on the sidewalk, we'd say it's because it was an uneven sidewalk and we were distracted. Whereas when someone else does the same thing, it's because they're just clumsy. So we also think when we hear about other people becoming sick that we probably won't get sick in the same way that they do. And so we tend to misjudge the risk that we have. The other thing that's important to remember is that when we are acting based on emotion because we want to do something or we are afraid that someone might take something away from us, we're also less likely to properly judge the information that we have. And so that's why you're hearing a lot of propaganda out there that says the shutdown of the economy has killed more people than the virus uh, or that this is uh, something that's been made up by certain political groups. Uh, And, of course, the people pushing that information certainly have their own agenda and your own health is not part of their agenda. And how do you see fear playing into this as well? In the reactions have been so varied in that I have some friends who really haven't left their homes in the past several weeks. I have others who are booking flights for the summertime. Yeah, I, I think there have been many casualties so far with this virus. Obviously, uh, many people around the world have died, have gotten sick. We're all mourning the loss of our regular lives and the things that we used to be able to do, the people we used to be able to to talk to and hold, the businesses we used to have. And one of the things we also need to mourn is is the truth and that there are a lot of things that the coronavirus has made worse. And one of them is the fact that purposefully false information uh, is being pushed by a lot of, of places, whether they are political organizations, politicians themselves, even businesses that will, will peddle uh, fake cures or other things that they want you to basically consume. And so with such uncertainty around this virus, it's normal that we're looking for sources of information and we have information being pushed to us all the time. And what will become a critical skill for us all is to be able to understand where the credible sources are and where the sources are that are trying to change our behavior and manipulate it in order for other people to gain from it. That's uh, And it's, uh, that's something much easier said than done, I think. It is, and that's why it's, it's a major job of our public health officers and our politicians. And we've been very lucky in Canada and British Columbia in particular that we've had strong leadership credible, consistent, humble leadership. And I think that's an example for leaders around the world to follow. All right. We will leave it there. Dr. Kadeski, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you again. All right. Eric Kadeski, he's a family doctor and he is also with the UBC Medical Faculty.